Hello, Coffee and Combo listeners. Thank you for tuning in again. I hope you are all well out there. It is your host, Liz Bullard. And this week, we are continuing to look at COVID-19. And we're talking this week about how it's affected and how it's going to continue to affect the job market. Every industry has been hit by this virus. Many people are navigating things like unemployment, how to maintain their business, how to stay competitive at their job in the event that layoffs occur, how to reinvent themselves in a sense. And so this week I'm joined by Kimberly Mitchell. She is the founder CEO of Young Professional Staffing Solutions, which is a company that helps to educate people on the resources that are out there, help them to be competitive, whether you are young or a young professional or whether you're an older professional trying to re-enter or stay competitive in the market, her business is here to help. And so she shares her thoughts and her resources that she has found and things that she has done to help people stay competitive. And so stay tuned right after this ad and we'll get right into the episode and right into the conversation. So again, thank you for listening and I hope you all remain well out there. Hello? Hi, can you hear me? Yay! Yeah, maybe it was the phone because I I forgot that I was on my personal phone. Technology. Earlier, yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you for joining well, well, first, let me thank you for having me. This is truly like amazing. It's such an honor. Thank you, Liz. No, it's just amazing, you know, what technology can do. And it's just like so easy to connect and have conversation with people. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, you know what? I got my tea because I don't drink coffee. So, so that was going to be my first question <laughs> to you. So are you, so you're not a coffee drinker. You're a tea drinker. Not at all. I've tried. I've really tried to like coffee because, you know, it's, it's the end thing is what everybody does. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's something else. It's what adults do. But I just mm-hmm. can't do it. I, I, I don't understand coffee. <laughs> I, I really, I really don't understand it. It does not fit my taste buds at all. <laughs> you know, and I was, t- when I was talking, I had, um, for those of you listening in, uh, a week prior, I had Brittany Hayward. She is an entrepreneur herself with a producer and things in social media. And we were talking about how you could tell a lot about um, a person's personality through their, their, their beverage choice. And you mm-hmm. come off as someone very like just calm and relaxed and really zen. So it makes sense that you would like tea. Yeah. Yeah. I'm <laughs> definitely a tea drinker. I've been I've been a tea drinker since I was little, like my mm. grandmother and my mother introduced me to it. And so, and it's just regular, regular Lipton tea. Mm. It, it hasn't been until recent that I started to get into more of the, you know, the the herbal teas yeah. and the green teas and things like that. But it's basic tea with lemon, lemon and, mm. lemon and well, I've switched over to honey, you know, to get rid of, you know, to get away from the white stuff. But mm-hmm. Um, that sugar you know but like yeah. I love the honeys as well you know it's for me tea is almost just as much about the honey mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes yes so I, I've definitely grown to appreciate that in the last few years as well yay well again <laughs> welcome thank you for those listening and I am joined by Kimberly Mitchell she is the founder of Young Professional Staffing Woo-hoo! and I whoop, whoop, <laughs> and 
that is located in New York. And for those listening, you might say, like, well, I thought this was a local podcast and New York is so far from Waterbury, Connecticut. But the issue that we're talking about, which is job searching, is an issue that's going to impact the whole country, if not the world. And so I thought you'd be a really good person to kind of come and talk about this topic. Okay. But before we jump into that, please tell me a little bit about um, young professional staffing. Like what prompted you to, to start this and develop this? Yeah, well, you know, uh, where do I begin? Well, after being in, edu- in education for 20 years, mm-hmm. um, I just wanted to make a shift. I wanted to, uh, you know, just come out of a system, you know, mm-hmm. system and do things a little more my way. And so um, during, towards the end of my time in education, in traditional education, uh, I realized there was a lot of things that needed to change. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could, I could help, basically. And so one of those things was that I noticed there was a huge gap in um, opportunity and access to employment for young people, mm-hmm. you know, those young people who are coming out of high school, who are coming out of college, um, very skilled and very ready to enter the workforce. It was just very limited um, opportunities. And so mm-hmm. I said, you know what, I think that's in, this is an area that I want to explore uh, because my time as an educator, I, I really enjoyed like the hiring process, yeah. seeking out new candidates, interviewing people. And then Um, On the flip side, you know, when my kids would come back after they graduated and ask me, hey, Ms. Mitchell, can you help me find a job? Mm -hmm. I would hire some of them, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, as best as I could. But the other ones I would, you know, send out, you know, to different places. So I really enjoyed that process. Mm -hmm. And so there it was. It was born. I I immediately just started to research that that industry, the staffing industry. And I Mm -hmm. found my little niche, you know, I found my little place there. And mm. so for the last four years, my, my company's going on four years old. Congrats. Um, yeah, yeah, thank you. I've, uh, I've just been really growing the business, learning about entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. and really just, uh, you know, doing what I can to help young professionals find jobs. And I think that's really important, especially when you look at the climate now, where you have a lot of young people who are graduating high school or graduating college. And Mm -hmm. it's like plans have changed immediately. You know, Mm -hmm. jobs that people had lined up now are like either rescinding offers or putting offers Mm -hmm. on hold, even if it's on an internship basis, you know, there has been this immediate halt to um, that progress. And so people are going to have to shift, adapt, remarket themselves and not even just um, young professionals, but older people as well, those who are seasoned in the workforce. And um, you also do a little bit of work with them as well, don't you? Right. So, uh, yeah. So, you know, we help anyone who needs it, you know, in terms of finding employment. If you walk into our office, it doesn't matter what your age, you know, we help you find a job if you need. So uh, that that has just been um, a, a, a surprise to me you know, in terms of the clientele that I see coming into my office more, mm-hmm. more than not is our older people who are looking for employment. They've either been laid off, um, you know, their job 
closed and now mm-hmm. they're, you know, left to find something else. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they don't have the skills that the company now needs, mm-hmm. um, you know, to fulfill, you know, to fulfill the, the positions that mm-hmm. are more technology based now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I, I'm just finding a lot of older people, older women mm. who need jobs. And, and so I've been, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and so I've been, you know, helping them, you know, redo their resumes and sending them, you know, to different places that are hiring. And um, yeah, it's it's definitely a struggle. It's definitely um, an eye opener. You know, it, and that's interesting. You know, you bring in the technology aspect because mm-hmm. now with everyone doing like work from home, technology based mm-hmm. working, there's going to be a, even more of a push. And you know. Um, people are talking about going back to work and things like that. But if you really were working and struggling or unable to work because of technology, I think that those pe- people might be in risk of losing their job because now people are going to have to, they're going to be looking at, were you able to maneuver and be creative with technology? Right. And um, and if you're not, then that's where you find yourself unemployed because even for mm. those I can tell you what I, I can almost envision what's going to happen, which is not good. But, mm-hmm. you know, with all these people who are laid off, it'll mm-hmm. give companies an opportunity to clean house or to, yeah. you know, make that shift of those older people or unskilled people who they were not able to, you know, either train or, you know, move out. This is an opportunity for them to do that. And so now what are all these people going to do? They either going to have to get retrained, go, you know, find a, re- a free course somewhere or, or pay for a course or go online and get certif- certified in, in something that will um, enhance their skills and meet the needs of the 21st century workplace. You know, we've got to, um, older people have got to understand that they've got to continuously build their skills because otherwise they're going to be obsolete. It's, 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 this is yeah. a clear sign. You know, this is a clear sign of what we're moving towards, which is going to be more working from home mm-hmm. and um, less going in the office or just more flexibility of having to go in um, unless you are an essential worker that has to be, you know, in a facility. But I think that it is is so true because we've seen this. If you look at history, you know, we mm-hmm. have a tragedy, the job market, you know, kind of spirals, mm-hmm. people get laid off and they're mm-hmm. forced to reinvent themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think that this could be an opportunity that people can um, start to develop. And like you said, right now, like now is the time to like get yourself versed in um technology while you mm-hmm. are like furloughed or laid off right. and they're still paying you and you are guaranteed a job for now use that opportunity to like okay what can I do to either build myself so I can remain in my job or mm-hmm. be an asset when I um, look for another job right right mm-hmm. yeah de- absolutely and um and then I, I t- also I think we have got to think differently about employment because there are so many employment looks different nowadays yes. <laughs> you know you can yes. go you can go to uber and sign up for uber and you know have a career driving you know driving you know people around or you mm-hmm. can go and be a shopper go to instacart or ships and you know be a shopper for and shop groceries and or you can do doordash and 
you mm-hmm. know, and deliver food from restaurant to people. So mm-hmm. those these things were not available, you know, 10, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And th- people are actually making a living off of this. Like they literally quit their regular jobs and are doing these types of jobs on their own because one, they have no boss. They are working mm-hmm. on their, working for themselves. They're basically an entrepreneur, you know, or, 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 you know, I guess a freelancer or something, you know, of that um, way. And they're working for themselves and making the same or more money. And that's what's so amazing about now, because I think we went through this, you know, this point where it's like people like I feel like years ago when things were new, were able to kind of like stop high school, get drop out of high school and be able to make a living. Then it went to Mm -hmm. this point where you had to go through college. Then Mm -hmm. it's like that almost became obsolete. And then now we're back to that point where it's like, okay, you could quit your main job Mm -hmm. and have something that's more flexible, Mm -hmm. like DoorDash or Uber and make a living. And I feel like that's kind of going to be this new shift because everyone may not be able to get hired like you touched upon companies are going to be trying to save money because Mm -hmm. of this loss of revenue so that job that was there may not be there when we go back even if we were to open up things today and so I think people are going to have to reinvent themselves and there's such a market out there whether it's through even like podcasting if you really find a niche and then you can really grow your business or finding your passion there's many Mm -hmm. ways and it's going to be interesting to see how many entrepreneurs grow from this right right exactly um and i think that might that actually is a great place for anyone to be i'm not not just older people Mm -hmm. but anyone to be because because everyone has a skill everyone is mm-hmm. good at something and so there are so many platforms that you can use to help um share that information and have mm-hmm. people pay you mm-hmm. for that information and so you know we oftentimes give away so much so many things for free you know yeah. we'll do a free you know we'll do a free class on sewing or we'll do a free class on drawing or what's something whatever mm-hmm. and but if you can monetize that, mm-hmm. why not? Right? Why why not monetize it? Like with older people, they have so many experiences, right? Because yes. they've lived a lifetime. Yeah. How about teaching them how to monetize what they know? Mm-hmm. And that could be, you know, their thing, you know? Um, Absolutely. But, but they don't know. They don't know. Um, there's a lot of them are scared of, of technology. Mm-hmm. And so I that's the one thing. I wish we can get them over that fear. Um, because it you, you need it. If this if there's any lesson from this experience, this COVID experience, is that everyone has to be technologically um, informed. They have to be skilled. Absolutely. Because from the phones to the Wi-Fi computers to mm-hmm. to applying for unemployment. Mm-hmm. To, now you can get married online, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> Now you can get married a lot. I don't even have to go through all that mess. Let me just find him. Come on, boo boo. We're going to get married online. Listen, someone had posted something about uh, strippers online or strippers through Zoom or something. Mm-hmm. I, when I saw that, I said, I said, you do everything online. Online? <laughs> everything is online. Are you kidding me? But I mean, you think of it. Now the kids, they're going to graduate online. Yeah. Graduation is going to be online this year. Yeah. And it's unbelievable. 
Who would have thought you that if, 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 if COVID didn't happen, we would have never, never in a million years thought to do that? No, and I think we would have been stunted. You know, because you, we always have a generation of people says, well, I don't know how to use the computer. I don't know how to use this. I don't know how to, and this, like you said, has forced, like that's, there's no more excuse. Like you have mm-hmm. to be able to no use more. technology. Right. Not only just use it, but have it available in your home. Yes. So many people were caught off guard, not having Wi-Fi um, in your home or having a laptop. Or computer. Yes. They've been saying that for years. Make sure yes. you, every home should have a computer. Every home should have a computer. Mm-hmm. Every home should have had a computer by now. And you this know what? That really hits home for like here. We saw it a lot with our education system here in Ooh. Waterbury. We're like, we went from school to being online and you mm-hmm. had households that didn't have computers mm-hmm. and then they had to pass out Chromebooks. Then you went through like, okay, there's no internet. And so mm-hmm. you now have Um, a group of kids who are missing out on the resources that other people in different areas had. And so you really stunt yourself by Mm -hmm. not having that access. Right, right. These are lessons. It will Mm -hmm. will be different from now on, I guarantee it. Yes. And even, you know, what? in thinking about um, people are thinking like, okay, well, I have a state job, a federal job, a city job, I'm safe. But Mm. that relies on, taxpayers and so if there's mm-hmm. that not having as much revenue your job is on the line so you're not even safe there so you have to think about marketing yourself and making yourself um ready for your next mm-hmm. job or to be an entrepreneur or how to stay in your job right and that's that is so good you, you brought that up because it's, if it's one thing i i teach mm-hmm. is you know people need to start learning about entrepreneurship Mm. You know, when, when people hear entrepreneurship, it, it's sort of like, you know, taking, you know, learning how to use a computer. They get it. You know, oh, my God, I yep. can't do it. It takes so much. Okay, but can I tell you this? The same skills or even the same amount of time that I was putting into working a regular job is the same skills and time that I'm, I put in to run my business. Mm. And the thing is, is that you can run a business on the side, like, part-time mm-hmm. you don't have to you know be an entrepreneur all by itself right you mm-hmm. can have your regular job yes but on the side start building your business so that mm-hmm. if if you know emergencies happen mm-hmm. or just you know to build financial or generational wealth or to just have a you know to do something with the hobbies that you have you know to monetize them mm-hmm. start doing it on the side because Five years from now, you don't know what's going to happen. Ten years from now, you don't know what's going to happen. And the main thing that we see from this is when things happen, it hits our communities the worst. Yes. And if anything, we got to be able to survive. Absolutely. And not depend on government and uh, other organizations. You know, I'm glad they're here. But you, as you can see, we're always at the end of the helpline. Well, they'll get Absolutely. to you know they'll they'll get to our communities, and so the entrepreneurship piece is really important. So let's say you did get laid off, but at least you got this side thing going, or mm-hmm. at least you've been able you've been doing this side business and you've put extra dollars away so mm-hmm. that when when the food source runs dry, mm-hmm. you have a a place to go, or when you know whatever when the medicines stop mm-hmm. coming, 
you have some some means of getting what you need. And that's mm-hmm. the way we, we really got to start looking at things is we really got to start. We got to use this as an eye opener. I, I um, absolutely. To, right. To say, OK, we got to start building. We really got to start building and we got to start coming together um, so that in, uh, in, in the next one to come, in the next tragedy to come, we'll be ready. Because I, it's, yeah, it's, absolutely. It's, yeah. So if it's, if it's lessons that I've learned from this, this, this is what it is. You know, I 100 percent agree mm-hmm. because it, it's really about being self-sufficient. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, yes, like you said, government is passing out aid and things like that. But, you know, they're also going to want their money back or our money back if, you know, you want to think about it that way. Right. And it's either going to be through taxes or mm-hmm. this implementation. And so you're always going to be in this cycle of trying to keep up. But when you think of, again, entrepreneurship, and that's just monetizing your skill. And like, mm-hmm. if your skill is teaching you might work for, for someone else, but if you really build your ability to teach, whether it's in a specific subject or mm-hmm. anything, you can take that, whether it's online, whether mm-hmm. it's um, at a workplace, you know, you are your own business, whether you are doing that in your own brick and mortar building mm-hmm. or at someone else's job. But I think you, people really should use this as an opportunity to say, what is my skill that yeah. I can monetize? And especially kind of flipping to the other spectrum, those that are exiting um, college, be entering into that workforce. Yeah. Um, because again, how we saw it a couple of years ago after you know 9-11 and things, mm-hmm. where it was hard for that population to find a job because mm-hmm. the older people had the experience. So mm-hmm. jobs didn't want to have to train a younger person. So now yeah. as someone that is younger, it's like, okay, what is your skill? You might've went to school for this, but okay, what can you do on the side while you're still looking to build this? job there right 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 exactly and the the thing is um uh, in terms of you know teaching Mm -hmm. that's actually one of the things that I do I created a course um an entrepreneurship course um online and so I can give you that link later if you want absolutely and I will post that with this episode this um, episode please tell us a little bit more about that yeah it's it's a free course um what is it it's keep dash it dash moving dash consulting dot teachable dot com <laughs> but I'll, I'll give it to you so you can post it thank but, you um, I give you the 10 steps to starting a profitable business because um you know when I went through the entrepreneurship process about you know about four years ago I didn't know anything about entrepreneurship I'm, mm-hmm. I'm telling you nothing mm-hmm. and so the one thing that I learned from the whole process is that there's so many free resources available to anyone who mm-hmm. wants to start a business. Mm. And these free resources um, are paid for by your tax dollars. And so these are government. Oddly enough, we don't use them, but like- Don't use paying. them. <laughs> Let me tell you, I go, I, I go to some of the office buildings and they're empty. I'm like, mm. you gotta, this is a fully staffed office and there's nobody here. Mm. <laughs> but these are free federal dollars state dollars city dollars we have you have small business offices all over the city every state has it the websites are there the um the mwbe support we can talk about that if you want to but all of these resources and supports are there for free Mm. and so when i started to go through the process 
you know, I went to one of the offices and actually it was an older woman in my community. Um, my, my, one of my good friend's mother, she saw me one day and I said, yeah, I'm going to start a business. She said, okay, come with me. You're going to, I'm going to take you to the office. That's what she did. I would have never gone to the office if she had never, if she had not taken me, Mm. if Charlotte had not taken me, I would have not gone to the office and I would have not, I would have not known. I would not have known about all of these free resources. And, and so, I think that's important right there, what you said, you know, it's about connecting with people. Yeah. And too often we withhold information because like, I'm trying to make it, but oh. we are better together. If this mm-hmm. experience isn't teaching us anything, we are mm-hmm. better together. And like, we have to support each other and, and share information. Right. Right. And so um, one of the big pieces of information that I learned is that um, there's a certification out there for for uh, minorities or women who own businesses. Really? And so, yeah, so it's called the MWBE, which is mm-hmm. the Minority Women Business Enterprise Certification. Mm-hmm. Now, you have to be in business for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to have made a whole lot of money. You know, if you made $2, mm-hmm. you're, you're okay. You know? <laughs> but, you know, your, pay, your, your, your business has to be on paper for at least a year. It has to be filed okay. and legal for at least a year. And then you go and you fill out the paperwork for this um, certification and these, the office, the small business office can help you with it. But once you get um, the certification, you can now do business with the government. So what I didn't, what I didn't know Liz, is that the government, all this work that the government does is by small businesses. The small businesses are the ones doing the work. So it's the, I thought for, for some reason, I don't know. I don't, I just, I just wasn't, I just wasn't taught. So I thought the federal government hired workers to do all yeah. their, you know, no. Yeah. The government hires businesses to do the work. So the oh business hires the workers to do the work. Mm-hmm. So, um, so what was happening all these years is that there was one, type of person from the you know from our uh community you know from mm-hmm. our our uh country who was getting mm-hmm. all of the contracts mm-hmm. and basically white men mm-hmm. and so white men generally held the large million dollar contracts let's say it's, mm-hmm. it, could, it could be anything construction it could it could mm-hmm. be staffing it could be mm-hmm. uniforms it could be artwork it could, whatever mm-hmm. it is the white males generally held all of these large contracts because they've Mm -hmm. been doing it for years. Yes. And so over the years, anytime women, minorities Mm -hmm. tried to get in, they couldn't because these contractors already had the contracts. They already had the relationship. They already had the experience. And Mm -hmm. so small businesses always had a hard time getting in. Mm. So, this is what I didn't know. This is what I learned. And this is huge. This is what people don't know is that when the civil rights movement started, when all of our mm-hmm. leaders were fighting, mm-hmm. we thought it was about, you know, getting, you know, so, you know, uh, better education, mm-hmm. um, safer communities, you know, mm-hmm. access to homes and, you know, things like that. We always thought it was something that was the main reason, but the underlying reason was economic development. It was economic power. And so our leaders wanted us to have access to these contracts. 
to the ability mm-hmm. to do the work for the government because that's mm-hmm. how you make the money that's how you build the business that's how you build mm-hmm. your community and so this mwbe has been around since then but you're wow. not hearing about it to now no. because it's law now they finally got it to be law about i want to say I, I don't i'm not sure don't quote me on this but maybe 20 years ago it became law like loosely law right mm-hmm. it started to, it started to enter into the law law books mm-hmm. and so now what's happening now across the country every mm-hmm. contract that the federal government puts out mm-hmm. there is a mwbe component to it meaning that let's say a contractor gets a gets a a, con- a big contract yes. a contract 100% of the contract right yeah and now 30% of that contract must go to You're an right. company and so what that large company now has to do they mm-hmm. now have to go and find an MWBE that they're willing to work with so they no longer can work on them by themselves they now have to connect with these minority and women owned businesses to complete the project or they will not be given the contract. You're right. And a lot of these things end up falling like through the cracks or like people skate by because of accountability, which really falls on the community to say, Hey, there's this contract. And like, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. So now, so what has happened with me Mm -hmm. and I, and I, and I'm speaking from experience. I filed for my certification. I received Mm -hmm. my certification. And mm-hmm. I'm telling you, right before COVID, right, right <laughs> before COVID hit, uh, it, it's just amazing how things happen, you know, because I'm hustling, I'm getting my business yep. up and running. I finally got a contract. With did the, you? Uh, yes, I did. I got a contract with the Port Authority, New, New York, New Jersey Port Authority, right? Wow. Uh-huh. Because I had, I did my certification. Once you do your certification, you're added to your, your company is added to the directory. Right. Uh-huh. And so these big contractors can find you in this directory. So Liz, literally on my birthday last year, I get a call from a company saying, hey, listen, we want you to do we want we want you to be a part of our contract. As well, the do it. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, what? Are you kidding me? And so right before COVID, the work was supposed to start. Uh huh. But we have to put it on hold because everybody's quarantined. <laughs> yeah. But I have a contract all because of M- the MWB. And I'm telling you, for real, I would not have had that contract if it was not for the MWB certification. So I'm, know, a post- that's I'm a poster child for it. Hmm? That is amazing because, you know, as again, companies, you know, you're not going to be able to just rely on the public to support your business, especially now going forward. Like if you can operate by either partnering with other businesses or partnering with the government through the certification, no matter where you are, that's an awesome because there's contracts everywhere, whether it's at the city level, they have contracts with the state. So again, no matter where you are, no matter where Mm -hmm. you're listening, getting that certification opens you up mm-hmm. to another source of revenue mm-hmm. um, to just be uh, more self-sufficient. Right. And, um, and I'm telling you that the main thing with this whole process is like, is why, this is why it's so important to start, do, you know, um, creating your business now. Mm-hmm. It's so that three or four years from now, you are ready for when the next opportunity comes. Yeah. So, 
even with this crisis, the COVID crisis, it, it has mm-hmm. brought opportunities for some people mm-hmm. in business because now you need people to make the mask. You need people to mm-hmm. make, you know, the, mm-hmm. you know, the, whatever equipment and things. You need people to staff certain, mm-hmm. certain hospitals and things. Mm-hmm. So it has actually brought opportunities for some people. And you just want to mm-hmm. be ready. If I was, if I'm ready, then I can engage. If you're not mm-hmm. ready, you will never be able to engage. You will never mm-hmm. be able to take part. You will always be on the sideline. So it's it's important that, okay, you have a full-time job. Stay with your full-time job. But on mm-hmm. the side, get, the, get that get that um, business up and running. Get it on paper. Get it all the foundation set and everything. And when those opportunities come, then you'll be able to take advantage. That's the key. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And again, for people listening who like are like, hey, like I don't have a business. I'm just starting out. Okay. It's, like you said, it's simple. And mm-hmm. even if you're like, hey, I don't want to have a bit a business and have that responsibility. Look at how you can market yourself. Find mm-hmm. that one skill that you have and really develop it. So that way, you know, if there's a layoff, if there's a time where there, mm-hmm. no one is hiring, mm-hmm. you have a skill that you can market on your own and make yourself still able to have an income. Right, right. And, and I think the other important thing that we have to do is the re- another reason why it's important is because we have to be able to teach the next generation about it, about Absolutely. entrepreneurship. Um, because we teach, we teach them about going to college. We teach them about mm-hmm. getting a job. Mm-hmm. We teach them all these things, but we don't teach them about entrepreneurship in a, in a grand scheme of things, you know? No, and, it's very much go work for someone else. And that's right, not right. always um, possible or what makes you happy. Right. Exactly. And so, entrepreneurship is a pathway to employment (laughs) working with somebody is not just the only pathway to employment you can work for yourself Mm -hmm. and be happy and be and Mm -hmm. be prosperous and be a member of the community and all these things you know working for Mm -hmm. someone is not the only way you know Mm -hmm. so we've got to get out of that mindset because Mm -hmm. look what happened right yeah all of us you know, we're, we're frontline workers, you know, largely black community, minority communities, mm-hmm. we're on the front yep. line and we got hit the hardest because yes. we're showing up to work every day and yes. getting sick and, you yes. know, but if you can work from your home, you if you can work on your own, you didn't have to, you wouldn't have to set yourself off for that. No, you know, it, it, and, you're absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it's, it's just, you know, the other options, that's all I'm saying. You know what? Mm-hmm. And, and but that's true. Like the more options, the more things that you develop, it just lets you have a better opportunity to have a more secure um, future. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you know, when you're going to college and you're you're in school and things like that, you, you have to have options and um, bringing it back to a more local level. We kind of talk about that a lot within the city here on Waterbury about building up trade schools and things mm-hmm. like that kids other opportunities um, because everyone is not going to college. But I think that would also be something interesting to incorporate, um, especially being in um, an area where there's not a lot of opportunity as far as having multiple companies and things within um, our local city. You know, being Mm -hmm. able to teach kids about entrepreneurship in middle and high school could open them up to so many more opportunities and Mm -hmm. opportunities for us within a city. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And the thing that you can do, see, see, things are so different now because 
20 years ago, not, when I was growing up, let's just say that when I was growing up, if you didn't have resources in your community, that was it. Like you, that mm -hmm. was it. You had no other way of accessing that. Mm -hmm. With this whole internet thing now, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter where you are in the world. You can access the information you need. So this summer, no, not this summer, February, I was in Colombia. Mm. I went to Colombia on a, a girl's trip. My, mm. my, one of my good friends was turning 50. So we were in Colombia. Now, Colombia is, you know, a growing country, you know, but a lot of poverty, mm -hmm. you know. And so, you know, a lot of, of uh, Blacks, you know, the Blacks there living, like, poverty. Mm -hmm. And so we went to one of the uh, villages of the one of the original um, African tribes that was, you know, brought to Colombia mm -hmm. and visited, you know, the, the village. Mm -hmm. We're walking through the village of huts and dirt roads. And the boy sitting in front of the house was on his cell phone. <laughs> I said, what? <laughs> I mean, he had no shoes on. Dirt roads, no, um, uh, you know, street lights or anything like that. But he's on his cell phone. I said, "Look at this! This is amazing." So yeah. no, no matter where you are now, you can access the information. So if you want to learn about entrepreneurship, go online and type it in the link. You know, type it in the the, the box and learn about entrepreneurship. If you want to learn about coding, you know, there are free courses you can take for coding. If you want to learn about anything, you can learn about it online. So there's no excuse anymore. No, your school doesn't, you know, the school doesn't have the programs. Okay, go online and find it. And you can get that information very easily. And I think that's very important because sometimes we get to like, well, the school has to teach, this one has to teach, you know, being at the mercy of someone else. But I think the moral of all this is you have to be self-sufficient and independent and you have to go out there and, and get the information because the information is out there, but it requires you connecting with people. It requires you searching for the information. Um, it, it's not going to just drop into your, your lap. You have to, you know, be hungry enough for it. Right. You just, you know what? You just got to be curious. If you, if you're curious about it, if you have a question about it, if you wonder about it mm -hmm. with, with, you know, for, for kids, you know, of course, with your adult's permission or with their guidance, mm -hmm. go ahead and connect to some company or some person who is doing that work online because it's all there. Mm -hmm. it's all there. Like I said, the entrepreneurship piece, I've, I've actually created a YouTube channel, which is called career ed. And I will be posting videos about entrepreneurship there. But what I have up now is um, what I have up now are videos that teach young people about um, getting through the interview process when they go for jobs. So, you know, I don't I don't have to hold a workshop in my office anymore. You know, and that's the thing. All of that stuff of how we knew it, of going to a workshop here, going to a training here. Yeah. A lot of that stuff is not going to exist anymore. Everything is going to be online. So. It's money for the company it, it really does you know they don't have to pay for mileage they you know to like building and all this it really does save money at the end of the day especially if you're a smaller company right it does and you can build your followership look you got people on these you know on on social media with millions of followers yes 
they do a makeup commercial, you know, they do a makeup work training. Yes. They got millions of followers mm-hmm. who don't now know how to do makeup because they watch the tutorial mm-hmm. on the so that's where it is. Mm-hmm. So go online, type in what you're looking for, and watch the video. Watch the information. You know? I mean, unless it's something that you you do need hands-on, then you know, of course, you're gonna have to find a school or a class or something, um, you know, for that. But again, you can actually find out where those classes are online, you know. Um, and I can tell I'm pretty sure, you know, every state has something. You mm. know, they have some sort of training class or workshop or series, you know. And a lot of times you don't even know about it because, you know, they don't advertise, you know, you know, like they should, you know. A lot of things that are put together are last minute, so you won't even hear about it. But if you was, you know, searching online, you might find it. Thank you so much. You have just been a wealth of knowledge. I'm sure everyone listening, just don't keep it to yourself. Share it with someone else. Be Mm -hmm. a support to your local business. Because whether you or someone else can definitely use this knowledge. If you are, you know, a minority, definitely um, I will post the information about the, it's the MWBE, you know. And mm-hmm. that's just amazing. So please, um, well, I have a, a special new segment, but before I get to that segment, tell the listeners, do you have anything going on? Tell us anything you would like to know about um, your business, how we can reach you, all that good stuff. Okay. So this is good because this is the first time I'm doing it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to read it from my page. Okay. So, um, so the name of my company is Young Professional Staffing Solutions. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at YPS Solutions. Our website is uh, youngprostaffing.com. Um, there you will, you can access, you know, the job board. I put up, I try my best. I really do try to do a newsletter, uh, you know, things like that. I also have a I do consulting. So my consulting business is called Kim Consulting. And you can find us, find me on Instagram at Kim underscore consulting. And then um, I have a YouTube channel, which is called Career Ed. That is where you can find the videos on the interviewing skills. And for the, for the entrepreneurship free class, the 10 steps to kickstarting your business, where I give you all the information that you won't get from attending like a workshop on how to start a business. Cause there's a lot of those out there. Mm-hmm. This is like the other stuff they don't tell you. Mm-hmm. Like this is all the other stuff I had to figure out, you know, <laughs> on my own, which I was, you know, I'm sitting there like, why didn't they just tell me this when I was taking the class? Mm-hmm. But I put it all into 10 steps. And literally if you follow these 10 steps, you can launch, you'll be ready to launch your business and you can do the 10 steps in a week, a month, a year, however long you want to, you know, it takes for you to do it. But if you follow those 10 steps, you'll be ready to launch your business. So that's going to be at, um, like I said before, kim-it-moving-consulting.teachable.com. And so, um, and if anyone has missed that, it's going to be in the bio section. So you'll have all that. And so, um, listen, do you have any books coming out? I mean, so no, not yet. oh my Lord, no, <laughs> not yet. Not, let me tell you, if I write a book, I think the first book I'm going to write is, is a children's book. 
because um, like I do go into schools and I do teach, you know, do the entrepreneurship workshops, mm -hmm. but I really like working with kids. You know, I've been, I'm an educator. That's, I, I still am an educator, mm -hmm. but, um, I would do a children's book first. So, uh, cause I, I just need to be happy. I don't, I don't need to be stressed. <laughs> I love that. And I think, you know, people definitely, you know, we say a lot about going back to normal, but really look at what is it that you need to be happy. And mm -hmm. we didn't take anything away, you know, what do you need to be happy? Right, exactly. And this makes me happy, Liz, talking mm -hmm. about this stuff. I really so appreciate this platform. I, I think love it. I, I think you're doing amazing. This is I Liz, I'm Liz, I'm sitting in I'm in my bedroom with my tea <laughs> and I had a donut. I said, Let me go get my tea and donut. Like we're really having just a conversation. And, and this, that is all it is. Yeah, this is so amazing. And I think a lot of people will, will like this more because it's not you know, formal, we're not in a suit and tie and it's not she, she, foo, foo. it's just information. And that so thank you. Thank you for this platform. No, thank you. And then the, my last question for you, mm -hmm. the coffee and combo, our new segment is what's in your cup. And so this is going to be three things and it could be literal or figurative that mm -hmm. you're going to put in your perfect cup. And so for you, you said tea. So like, I'll give you an example. Like for me, I'm going to put in my perfect cup today. The three things is I'm going to put in joy. I'm going to put in, I'm going to put in faith. And I think spark because I'm so energized from our conversation. I think that's me today to really push forward to really be my best self today. So, oh, that's yes. great. Well, so what are your three things that are in your perfect? Well, cup? I have to, I always have to do this. I have to give, and my cup will be, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Mm. That is that is my number one always. Because without him, I would not be where I am today. Mm. And I have to, that's number one. Um, number two is family. Mm. Uh, because I did all this so that I could be with my family. I left all of the stress, you know, I left all of the systems behind so I could be with my family. Mm -hmm. And um, I guess, you know, happiness, you mm. know? Cause that's really what it's about. I, I want to be happy, mm. you know? And so, yeah, happiness, family, and Jesus. <laughs> I love it. So for those of you listening, think about what is your perfect cup? What do you need to get through this day and put it in your cup and take a sip of it whenever you need it? Yes. But thank you so much. Again, I was sitting today with Kimberly Mitchell, founder of Young Professional Staffing Solutions. Um, her contact information will be in the bio. Um, thank you again. And I hope this is not the last time that you have uh, a conversation here on Coffee and Combos. Yes, absolutely. Please have me back anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Stay well and be blessed. Thank you, Liz. You too. Bye. 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 Bye.